Don't look back because the market is closed. Good Wednesday afternoon, everyone. Tyler here with you for today's VRA Investing Podcast. We got a bit of a choppy session for our markets today. We've seen this a couple times this week already, but this morning our major indexes were lower. They were able to turn higher to finish off the lows of the day, but not quite at the highs today either. A little bit of bouncing around for our markets today. And we are at extreme overbought levels right now in our markets. That is doesn't mean that we can't continue heading higher from here, but we'd like to see a pause here. That doesn't mean that it has to be a significant pullback, but simply, like we talked about here, a pause that keeps our markets fresh. Uh, that would do a lot of good to relieve some of these overbought uh, tensions that we're seeing right now. But as we've talked about here for all of this year so far and at the end of last year as well, the story here is liquidity. When we have this much liquidity in the system, it makes it almost impossible for our markets not to continue heading higher. But a pause here would be a a great time to add to some positions as we continue to see balance sheets expanding across the globe. The Fed and the ECB balance sheets are together $7 trillion above their normal levels now. And we're getting reports back as well that that number is now projected to be increased by another $3 trillion in 2021. And if that wasn't enough, we're also seeing the global level of short interest hitting new record lows as well. Now, that does signal quite a bit of optimism in this market. Uh, Another great reason that we could get a little bit of a pullback here, get some of the froth out of the system. Uh, The Fear and Greed Index today is now at a 70, which is a greed reading, but nowhere near some of the previous tops we've seen where, where greed was over a 90. Actually, one year ago, it was at about a 90, increasing to the end of January, and then we all remember what happened from there. Coronavirus insanity. We won't re- relive that one here on this podcast today. But like I mentioned, we did get a little bit of a pause in our markets today. The Russell 2000 led the way lower down 0.75% to 2,111. It is our most overbought index and it's been our leader as well. So it could be signaling a little bit of that time for a pause. Finishing just barely off of the lows of today, though. So not, not a great day for the Russell 2000, not terrible either. We were followed there by the Dow, which just went negative at the close here, but did finish off the lows of this morning, down 0.03%, so pretty much flat on the day, to 31,060. Followed there by the S&P 500, up 0.23% to 3,809. And then lastly here for today, the, the NASDAQ finishing up 0.43% to 13,128, just barely off of its all-time high level there. And interesting that we are at overbought readings and a lot of our major indexes were there on the NASDAQ as well, but there is a little bit of room to run still before we hit that extreme overbought on steroids level here. Uh, Looking at our internals on the day, this is where we saw a little bit of almost a, a breakdown, the NYSC advanced declines did come back positive, but the NASDAQ, despite being our leader on the day today, had negative advancing to declining volume about 
300 more stocks declining than advancing today for the NASDAQ. No real worrying signs yet, but something that we're watching for. And then you look at new 52-week highs and lows, and it just seems like nothing is going wrong in the world. Uh, absolutely our bright spot today. We still had almost 700 stocks hitting new 52-week highs today to just seven hitting new 52-week lows and just one on the NYSE. So pretty pretty remarkable day again here for new 52-week highs to lows. And then lastly, volume, a bit of a mixed bag is here, here as well. It was able to come in positive on the cumulative number, but the New York Stock Exchange did come back with negative volume today. But the NASDAQ coming in almost, not quite, two to one positive on volume as well. So not really seeing... Uh, mixed to positive day, so we're not really seeing the weakness yet in the internals that's, that would signal the time for a correction. Uh, could be a little bit of a pause, but not, not like I said earlier, not a significant pullback that we're looking for here. Looking at our sectors on the day, we finished with seven out of our 11 S&P 500 sectors higher on the day. We were led by utilities, which have been a lagging sector here uh, for the last few weeks. Some of that might have have been because of bonds. Bonds were down today. They've been on, on a nice run here. Stopping today, utilities are the biggest borrowers of money in the country. So they love to see lower rates can explain some of that move today. Then we were followed by real estate, which we continue to get strong housing numbers back. Today, uh, the Evercore survey of home builders came in and continues to climb now near an all-time high here. And the home builder ETF didn't manage to hit a new all-time high today. So that is a big part of the VRA investing system here. Housing makes up a big portion of our system. It is a leading economic indicator and a major signal for us. If we were seeing weakness in housing right now, that would be a very different story from what for our very different conversation from what we're having here today. A strong housing market, though, tells us that the U.S. economy remains strong. Uh, and again, if we do start seeing weakness in this sector, we'll be reporting on it here that it, that would be a warning sign for us. But we're, we're just not seeing that right now. Uh, we're followed there by tech, which was up on the day, but the semis. This was interesting. They hit a new all-time high yesterday, so not going to read too much into this yet. But with tech higher, you want to see semis leading the tech. We leading tech. We did not see that today. Down half a percent on the semis. After that, we were followed by communication services, healthcare, and consumer discretionary. Our laggers on the day were materials, which have been on a nice run as well, and industrials, and then energy as, as oil was lower for the first time in quite a few sessions today. And we'll talk about that here. Let's take a look at our VRA commodity watch. Gold now up slightly on the day, two-tenths of 1% to 1847 an ounce. Silver now lower on the day by 0.43% to $25.32 an ounce. Copper, fractionally higher now, right about uh, two-tenths of 1%, just under that to $3.61 a pound. And as I mentioned a second ago, oil. Just been on a great run, taking a bit of a pause today, uh, down just over half a percent to $52.91 a barrel. But there were a number of bullish pieces coming out on this group today. More bullish pieces that I've seen on oil in, in quite some time. Uh, 
but it has a lot of these stories have to do with supply. As we know, and it has been the case for some time, the number of oil rigs online in the United States is still far below where it was at pre-coronavirus levels. And as we talked about here as well, OPEC last week announcing that they will be cutting production by up to a million barrels a day beginning in February, while demand is, is simply increasing right now, while we're starting to tap into some of those supply reserves, um, which still are at, at pretty good levels here. But with demand increasing and more oil rigs still coming offline, this is making for an interesting story here and something we've been talking about for a few weeks. But now we're getting some big analysts coming in talking about oil going to the next level. The chief strategist at Nat, uh, Nation Securities Corp said that they see oil prices going to $65 a barrel. Goldman Sachs also out with a projection of seeing oil at $65 a barrel by July of this year. So a big move coming in the next few months from oil as Goldman Sachs sees it. And if we get a little bit of a pause here in our markets, like I was talking about earlier, it would not be shocking to see oil take a pause as well, given that it is at overbought levels as well, along with our markets. But as we've talked about here often, we're super bullish on this group right now. We think that oil could be back at $100 a barrel within the next 18 months or so. Lastly for today, Bitcoin now up 5.68% to $36,368 a Bitcoin. Folks, that's all that we have time for here today. Please be sure to subscribe to receive our VRA podcast every day at the market close. You can sign up at VRAinsider.com. Click the podcast link at the top and we'd love to have you with us. Thanks again for tuning in. Until next time, we'll see you back here tomorrow for the close.